Hi, I'm Kathy Bissell. Welcome to the Golf Show 2.0. This week, we're going to talk about golf balls. We're going to talk about golf balls that go really, really far. Gary, do you want to introduce our guest? I'm trying to think of a beard joke, but I don't have one. <laughs> the best beard There's a beard and a ball joke there somewhere. That's the best beard I've seen in a long time. We got Adam Rayberg, the marketing manager from Bridgestone. And he's going to explain how Bridgestone, to develop a new ball, a distance ball, they went to the most obvious place in the world, the World Long Drive Tour, which as soon as you hear that, you go, how come? You first thought, why did nobody think of that sooner? That's, That's a great right. idea. That's what I thought. Yeah, Adam. I mean, what what was the uh, what was the genesis of this idea? Like, let's let's talk to the guys who hit it the farthest and see what they think. I mean, it's 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 so obvious. It's not obvious. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, we were kind of on parallel paths. Um, the world long drive guys and Bridgestone we were really investigating kind of a distance oriented golf ball. You know, the E12 contact is one of those that's built a little bit for everything for the um, average consumer. You know, there's a, it's a three piece ball. There's a little bit of fill around the greens, a little bit of straightness off the tee, but um, we are really kind of going down the path of, Hey, let's make a ball that is like the attributes are like ramped up to a 10 for distance and off the tee. And let's, let's kind of maximize for that person that's looking for that is the most important thing. And let's, so let's then we the people what they want, give them what they want. Absolutely. So we luckily got um, associated with some of the guys at the world long drive and they were looking for a ball to use in competition. And so we, as a research and innovation company, rather than just slapping our name on them and saying, okay, we can, we can kind of fill that void we actually went to them and helped them co-design this golf ball. So like we looked at things that they were using in the previous ball, like launch angles and spin and how many times they hit the grid, because I mean, these guys are hitting certain shots in a window of time. It's not like they used to do it where they hit 10, there's a window of time. So there is a, is a balance of how many balls I'm going to hit, how tired am I going to get? You know, what is the spin numbers? What is the condition? So what we did is we designed a ball that spun a little bit less than what they are typically used to. And that keeps them on the grid. It helps with trajectory. They can get a more penetrating flight, but then you can, you know, you can still launch it up pretty high. Some of the guys get there in different ways. Some of them hit a nice tight draw and want to do low spin and watch it roll 40 or 50 yards. And some of the guys are just, they have a ton of ball speed and they can kind of carry it the whole way, like a, a Berkshire or, um, um, Berkman and all those guys can really hit it far. So there's a couple of different ways you can kind of use this ball, but we still tested consumers. Obviously it's a consumer facing ball first. It's what the guys use on the world long drive um, championships, but it is a consumer facing ball and that spin number being a little bit lower than what's typically in a very firm golf ball was very positive towards the everyday consumer. So it was a delicate balance of making a ball for the guy who's 64 and has a swing speed of 140 versus the everyday consumer that's just looking to hit, pop it a little further and get to that 250 yard number or, or hit it over a bunker or something like that. When you worked with those long drive guys, did you happen to notice that a lot of them have like really hairy knuckles? <laughs> yes, they drag the ground and they're really yeah, their knuckles. They they're drag their knuckles on the, along the ground when they walk. Did you notice that? 
it's funny because a lot of them have huge arcs and they have a lot of momentous on their backswing and they can take the club higher. I always joke that Kyle Berkshire is, is a big dude and, you know, I'm, I'm not very tall. I'm barely five, nine. And so like his hands are like two feet higher in the air than mine on his backswing. So he generates a lot of swing speed and the guys can really move it. And yeah, athletically they're, they're pretty nuts. I, yes, I, I think are. it's a great show to, if you can attend one of those things. Oh, I can't it's wait for fun this Atlanta because you one. see every kind of swing. Yes. Uh, even a few years ago, I wrote about one guy. He made the finals. He was doing the happy Gilmore walk-up uh, <laughs> a little bit. That, that I mean, you see, I yeah, I mean, some of them have good swings, and some of them they're just faking whatever they can to hit it as far as they can. It's entertaining. And they're, yeah, it's they really... have a, a ladies' long drive, I think, don't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. Oh yeah, the women can move it. They're they're the same way. Their swing speeds are crazy. They're hitting it over three hundred consistently, and the numbers are well above what I'm capable of doing, and even what the average guy is capable of doing. They're they're moving it really good too, and they're happy with the ball. We we speak to the women's division leaders as well, and they had a lot to do with co-designing this ball. And I mean, they they're phenomenal on both sides of the ball. That's incredible. I, it works for both. I played in a pro-am at the, before one of the long drive things with the defending women's long drive champ. And I forget her name. She was from Sweden, I think. And yeah, she, she's the problem is she was driving it over the green on some of the par fours. <laughs> right. And, uh, and we were short sighted and uh, she couldn't ship at all. And we were short sighted. So <laughs> Uh, I was with two other guys who really couldn't chip at all. Well, that's that's what you guys are supposed to do. She yeah, bombs it, well, and you guys get up and down. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know. The other two guys weren't players either, and that left me, and I'm not that good, and it's whatever. But it was fun. It, but she she hit it a ton. It was It's fun to watch. The So the ball is the E9, Bridgestone E9 long drive ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, explain to people, because I, I, the immediate reaction somebody's going to have is, well, how can a ball for a guy with 140 mile an hour club head speed work for me with 87 yeah. mile an hour club head speed? And you've got that uh, proprietary uh, core mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of adjusts to the the force. I hope you can explain it better than I can because I don't <laughs> yeah, not sure I can, but it's it's pretty cool. The cookie yeah, yeah, dough, yeah. cookie dough in the middle that makes it work. Yeah, that's right. So you, you almost got me there. You led the horse to water, which is perfect. It's the gradational core design. And so what that's happens, what I was going to say. Yes. What happens on the outside is it's really firm and it keeps getting softer towards the center. Like Kathy kind of mentioned, a, a crispy cookie that has a real nice chewy center is kind of what the ball is built like. So these guys that are compressing the ball in an insane amount, you know, can compress it all the way down, get all the way through it and get those insane ball speeds. But the everyday consumer that still wants distance still needs to compress that golf ball. So what it does is like you said, it it reacts to the force applied to it. And we've seen some pretty insane smash factor numbers for average consumer swing speeds. Average consumer swing speed from our ball fitting data is right around 92 you know, it's not above 100, it's not 105, it's right at 92. So when we did testing at 92 and below, we take a look at smash factor as well as launch numbers and spin. We don't want the consumer to overspin the ball 
and the ball is climbing and it's not getting optimal yeah. launch conditions. So the spin numbers look great. The launch is good. It still launches high, which you kind of want to get the ball up in there and, and launch it high. So uh, the consumer aspect of it was a key component in making this golf ball. Cause yeah, we, you know, if you want to make a super firm, hard golf ball that spins a lot, but goes really fast, then the consumer gets it and it's going all over the place, then they can't control that. So there was a different, like I mentioned before, a fine balance of making the golf ball firm enough to compete in these long drive competitions where you get that 210, 220 ball speed, but then also give you enough to where the consumer can do it, use it around the greens and, you know, get the maximum smash factor off the team. Had you been to a long drive uh, final before? I have not. I am looking forward to the one that's right here in our backyard. It's going to be at Bobby Jones in a few weeks. I am pumped about going out there. I'm going to be out there every day. We're going to be gathering content of the guys using the ball, and we're looking forward to seeing in person these swings. I've watched them on YouTube, and I've watched the Golf Channel one from the other week, and and it's fun watching them swing out of the shoes, but I I want to see that impact in in person. Well, what kind of reaction have you gotten from the, the players out there, not only in how the ball reacts, but, you know, they've had a tough go. They've jumped around trying to find a sponsor. You know, every, they've had sponsors and they all last, mm-hmm. you know, four years. Uh, so they've got to be thrilled of all people to have a ball as a, you know, a, a company like Bridgestone, which is, I, did I read that you, ha- you guys have the most patents on golf balls of any company? Yeah, we, we are one of the most companies with patents. I don't know if we have the number one. It's usually us and Titleist bouncing back and forth for the most patents. So that line changes from year to year. We've been first before. They've been in first. But okay. Yeah. We'll 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 give them a you know, we'll give them an okay. They'll give them a yeah, mention. Yeah. They they sell a few. When yes, you they get do. A, when you get a patent on a golf ball, is that a design patent? Is it a composition? patent you know because there are different kinds of mm-hmm. patents so is is it like dimples is it like it's I mean, it's those all those things you mentioned anybody can read them if the yes. world didn't know that so you know what what kind of patents do you get for a golf ball it is everything that you just mentioned we have oh. uh dimple patents that is a certain pattern on the ball repeating depth um it is it is construction design. It is cover firmness, uh, cover okay. firmness versus core hardness. Like there's a lot of things that you can get patent. A lot of them will be patent pending based yes. on, you know, depending on if the patent um, people actually approve it. But yes. there's a lot of things that you can protect on the golf ball and, and make sure that somebody just, you know, it, it's usually not the big brands that go into the copying it's usually a lot of the smaller boutique brands that we see out there that'll start making balls that are very similar to something we launched a year or two ago. So yeah. those are the ones that you kind of got to protect yourself against. And we have, we have good representation and, and a good attorney that kind of keeps us up yeah. on our patents and stuff versus the competition. Does your R and D, um, does it move fast enough to keep up with the people that are copying and <laughs> keep keep them keep that going in advance of what's coming up behind you? If that makes any sense. So yeah, we're we're typically about two years in development of a golf ball. Yeah. 
So like, you know, 24 months, maybe a couple months here or there, depending on what product we're doing. So we'll be well in advance of like, for instance, we're about to launch a ball in January and then we're going to probably start in a few months on the ball for 2026. And so our goal is to kind of keep innovating and we're not like one of our things that we say internally is we're not done innovating the golf ball. I know a lot of other brands will kind of give you the, Oh, there's not a lot of space. We can't really make the ball better. We can't tweak things, but yes, there is USGA guidelines to where there is a limit on distance, but inside of that distance, you can do a lot of things to change the balance of spin versus, um, spin around the greens versus spin on your driver. You can tweak materials. And that's one of the things we've done on the tour B balls with the reactive cover is it has an additive and a lot of companies just pour urethane over the ball and it's a certain firmness. It's a sure D 42 or sure D 52 on the cover. But what we do is we add additives and the ball reacts differently versus the force applied to it. I don't know if you saw those really cool college kids that make this uh, concoction of liquid and you can walk on it and like they'll run across it, but then yeah. you can also really? press the liquid and your hand will go down. So like if you wow. apply a light amount of force to it, it reacts soft. And if you hit it or run across it, it'll sustain your weight. So that's wow. a little bit of an example of what we do with the cover of our golf ball, those additives. And like around the greens, the ball will react a little softer to a softer impact. And then off the tee, the material will firm up a little firmer to give you a little bit more ball speed. Yeah, that I sounds see. like the football helmet of the future. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, well, also, yeah. You also have the additional problem of you know, you're waiting for the, the USGA to drop the other shoe on this, <laughs> you know, the whole uh, whatever there is they're, they're going to do, which we're not really sure. Well, but that's Very interesting. That's- going to only isn't that supposed to be for the pj tour and european tour players well the long drive isn't a member of the pj tour and their elite competition is what they labeled it as so it's a little bit of a gray line i think on purpose because they want to investigate elite ncaa mid-ams and stuff like that so It'll be interesting to see what they'll come out with next year. If they they'd like another... to hold those lawsuits off as long as possible. <laughs> uh, Possibly, yeah. Well, when when you're talking, when you were t- getting input from the long drive guys, you don't have to name names here, but was what was the absolute worst suggestion you got from somebody? Did one of the guys go, "Oh, <laughs> make ball from stone," or anything like that? It's that's uh, without repeating exactly what you said, but a lot of them said, just make it as hard as you can. Really? You know, like just, you make it hard, you know, we ball needs to go fast. So make it hard, hard, hard. But like once we showed them what would happen on this prototype versus this prototype and they begin, some of them, some of them know their conditions and stuff like that, but there's a few of them that just swing hard as I'll get out and they hit the ball far. And, you know, once you start showing them the data and how, you know, the different compressions impact the shape of the ball, the flight of the ball, and then how far you hit the ball, then they started kind of pulling around to like, Oh, I like this prototype better. And then you tell them like, actually that prototype was a little softer than the one you hit over here. And they begin to kind of understand how that happens. And that's, 
that washes over everyone. Like take it, take the long drive guys out of it. That's when we launched the RX back in 2007, everybody had a firm tour ball and that was it. Like they think, Oh, firm tour ball. You got to spin it. It needs to be firm. Cause I got to be clicky and spin it around the greens. And then we launched the RX and people started to understand like, Oh, you know, a soft compression golf ball can actually kind of help with all the other things like greenside spin is important but like also is everything else just like your driver is important but also your irons are important your wedges are important your putter is important so there's more than just driving the ball there's also more than just wedging it around the green the ball has to kind of give you the best attributes of everything to kind of build up a stable foundation to be able to play golf when you talk about the secret ingredients that you add, are those different for all the different kinds of balls? And I'm sure you're not going to tell us what the, what the secret mm -hmm. ingredients oh, yes, are. Yes, he is. Yeah. No, he's, he's going not. to tell us right now, Adam. Go ahead. No one's <laughs> Actually, it's it's Firestone serial number. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. I would, <laughs> somebody would come behind me and I'd just get pulled off camera, I'm sure. Adam can no but... longer. Uh, Adam's had to step out for a minute. <laughs> yes. But yes, we have different materials that we put in and you know, we're, we're a polymer and rubber company, Bridgestone tire. So like we right. work with our friends over in Nashville and over in Akron, there's an, the Akron tech center and we've sent them materials to test about durability, to test about rigidity and flexibility. And they've got labs over there. I mean, obviously they're testing on a much more safety level. You know, the tire has to perform on the road to keep people safe. And so they're, they're kind of down to the molecular level about what the rubber's doing. So we've sent them samples that we've wanted to use inside the cover and inside the core. And they're so great to help us build a better golf ball. And we rely on them all the time to help us with these projects. Well, they've got a bunch of chemical engineers, I'm sure, that are just yes. having a good time making up all this stuff. And they can go right out to Firestone Country Club in Akron and test stuff. Yeah. We we say we have 900 engineers at our disposal. And I can tell you that most of those are tire and rubber engineers that we can talk to about the golf ball. They have a bunch on staff that they use, and we, we optimize them as much as we can. Probably don't have the blimp guys helping you too much, but <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's no, a different no. company, though. Yeah, yeah. The uh, it's so counterintuitive. That's what's cool about the ball. I mean, and you just ran through it. You want it, you want it to be firmer and go farther, but to me, go farther, you need it to be a little softer. That's that you know, and you said you had to kind of kind of back those guys into it, kind of like Oakmont. They didn't tell their members they were cutting the trees down, they just did a little at a time and nobody noticed until the, the end. They're like, Hey, what happened to the trees? That's what happened to my hair. Just a little bit at a time. <laughs> a little bit at a time. Here I am. It's all gone. <laughs> well, what is the, uh, where do you, I don't know if this is uh, proprietary information, but which, which one of your balls is the, uh, the biggest seller and the long, the E nine has got to be, is going to be one of the most I would think be one of the most popular. I don't know. I mean, the the masses are all higher handicappers with slower swing speeds and the really good balls you make are for the low handicappers of which they make up only, you know, eight to 10 or 12% of the, the exactly. game. So is the E9 going to be, where's it going to rank in the Bridgestone empire? 
Well, the, the E9 is growing. It's fairly new. We launched it in January and put it out in the market in March. So it's becoming to get a little bit of a following for sure. But our two strongest golf balls uh, always are the RX. Because yeah. the RX is like a, a beautiful balance, I say, of tour ball and forgiveness and distance. Because it's basically a tour ball cover but built with a little bit more forgiving and distance core. So like you can get that spin around the greens and check the ball, but then also off the tee, you're not playing a Balata level golf ball that's spinning and going all over the place. And then the E12 contact is kind of our second, you know, it's, it's right there with the RX. The E12 contact is one that is a super soft feeling golf ball. It's even, you know, much softer than the E9 long drive and, you know, a lot of people kind of gravitate to it because it's right in that sweet spot of kind of that, like I said, the attributes have been moved way over to distance and forgiveness off the tee. So you're mm -hmm. kind of setting yourself up for success off the tee versus greenside spin. So the RX and the E12 contact are a little bit of a yin and yang of what you want in your golf game. If you're a little bit more greenside spin, you're going to gravitate to that tour BRX if you're a little bit, well, I'm kind of erratic off the tee. And if I could really set my tee game up, because a lot of people say like, you know, my golf game follows my shots off the tee because everybody plays different. Right. And you've had guys say the opposite and say, well, it's all about greenside and putting for me. So like guys who tend to kind of spray it off the tee gravitate to the E12 contact. So like E9 is a little bit right behind that E12 contact as far as, popularity it's getting a lot more because it's it's fairly new but we're excited to see what bobby jones and the atlanta championship can do for e9 and kind of build up the hype of this being the longest ball in the world when these guys are hitting it further than any golf ball on the market can you just put tiger's face on the box that would help <laughs> <laughs> he he tends to be able to do that anytime we put him on anything. Um, I, I, my favorite time. moment when I went into a golf galaxy and you hit, you had the, uh, I forget which ball was that. It was probably the one of the RX or the RXS. I forget which one, but there was a large cardboard cutout of him life size standing by right. the thing. And if that doesn't move golf balls, <laughs> if nothing else, go into yeah. the store, take a picture. <laughs> it looks, exactly. It looks like Tiger Woods. hundred percent. Now, when somebody has been, belting these distance golf balls what happens and how long is that ball staying round before you have to replace it i mean do they go out around faster the distance one than, than another one would well, that's a great question um definitely for the average consumer we do a lot of testing there's a durability test and it has to hit over a certain number to even be approved by our engineers here in the u.s and japan but for those guys, yeah, they're definitely taking a look. They they put an egregious amount of stress on the ball. And let's be totally honest. This is the yeah. 0.001% of people yeah. that are hitting the golf ball. So, like, what they do is they <laughs> rotate them through, and then there's guys that are looking at them as they go through. Because, I mean, you know, golf balls aren't indestructible. They're not made of steel. They're going to crack. It's just a – it's a yeah. polymer, you know, spherical object. So, like, yeah, they'll – I mean, they bust golf balls all the time in their simulators and stuff and when they're practicing because they're hitting them, you know. The thing about the simulator and nets is people forget that you get impact with the ball, with the club. Club's moving, let's say, an average long drive guy. He's swinging at 130, 125. But the ball's leaving at, like, 200 miles an hour. 
So then the ball hits the net or the screen at 200 miles an hour. So it's like a double whammy of getting hit and it's getting hit on the screen harder than the club and it's spinning and it's, you know, it's, you're going up on the net. So yeah, they, they, they run through some golf balls more than the average golfer, I'd say. Yeah. That was a great use of the word egregious, by the way. <laughs> yes. I use yeah, that more in my stories, but then I have to look up how to spell it. It's like, just use a different <laughs> word. Just right click and I just right click and let word fix it. You know, you wouldn't think the world long drive guys would be caught dead hitting a pink golf ball. And yet you've got this ball in Mm -hmm. coming in. uh, You can run through the colors, but it's great for long drive because I, but our four guys hit at a time and each guy's got a different color to identify. Run us through that. Yeah. So they came to us and one of their biggest things was, Hey, we have all the data from, you know, the launch monitors that they use at the events, but the end all be all is the distance. Like, you know, somebody going out there and, you know, calling in the number and physically seeing how far it goes. So one of the things they say is we need to be able to differentiate, you know, if everybody, cause used to one person hit at a time, there's no problem. You can hit white golf balls for days and you know who it is, but with four guys going at it at one time, you know, a guy hits a big draw and it goes on the left side of the grid guy on the left side hits a big cut and he goes on the right side you don't know who it is so we um we worked with them to design you know four different models three color golf balls and one white but yeah a lot of the guys like the pink like we've heard that cal berkshire only hits the pink golf ball he likes the pink one that's what he wants to use in competition so you're interested to see what happens they're they're going at it this week and then in bobby jones to see if the champion will win with a pink golf ball What's it's white, pink, yellow. What's the fourth? Is it light blue or orange? Orange, or, yeah, duh. orange, orange. Yeah, there you go. You can little Jerry paid orange. You can, yeah. you can, <laughs> you, can, you can tell me, don't tell anyone, just tell me the yellow one goes a little farther than the pink one, doesn't it? Yeah, it has doesn't a special it? proprietary additive to the pink dye that increases ball velocity. You didn't hear it here, though. No, okay. <laughs> But the, all, all those colors are going to be available. They're all in the stores or will they're be. They're out. Yeah, they're out all, as of just a few weeks ago. Yep. A dozen. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Unless you say that, unless you know the secret password when you go to Golf Galaxy. But yeah, you'll, that's up to well, you. We're thinking about charging a little more for the yellow ones because they go a little further. So yeah, but, <laughs> but you didn't hear that here. <laughs> so what it, it, did, did you ever watch on TV growing up? Did you ever watch the World Long Drive thing at all? I remember, I, I'll be quite honest, I was a late get-into-golf guy. I grew up, I mentioned you guys earlier before we started, I grew up in the Panhandle, Florida. We didn't have a lot of golf courses. I played baseball. So what do like, they call I, the Panhandle of Florida again, by the way? Oh, it was L.A., Lower Alabama. It was where <laughs> I was from. I'd grown up in a little town called Cottondale, one traffic light. But um, we didn't have a lot of golf courses. I played a lot of baseball and stuff like that. And um, but I remember right as I got out of baseball, all my buddies played golf and I was fairly competitive. So I didn't like it getting beat. So I got into golf pretty hard. But I do remember watching the Zubacks of the world and those guys who were just crushing the ball kind of back then. And I remember seeing a little bit of that as it was going. And I'm just glad these guys have the stage again. I'm I'm super pumped that Golf Channel kind of picked it up again and is going to start broadcasting these events and it just brings, you know, golf is hot, golf is great, everybody's playing. Any unique thing that we could have 
that kind of shows the game in a different and unique light, I think is a fairly positive thing. Yeah. You, you got It's hard to keep up because every five years or so they got a new wave of guys because mm-hmm. the previous wave, their backs are about done. And, you know, it's, it's a very <laughs> physically demanding sport. You, you know, you can't, you can't swing that hard for 25 years. Yeah, it's, a, um, it's about the lifespan of an NFL running back these days. It's yeah. like you're going to get four to five good years and then, you know, good luck. Yeah, so we're, we're now it's time for our free our, our shameless plug. Subscribe now, it's free. Nothing will happen. You'll get the show emailed to you through the email tubes. I don't want to get technical. <laughs> to your mailbox, and you'll be able to watch the show and click on like. Because our stated goal, as we've said every time, is we're hoping to get paid uh, 17 cents at some point. Is our that's our we're aiming high, 17 yes. cents. I don't know how many views you have to get to that, but we're not quite there yet. <laughs> but this Bridgestone thing could put us over the top, Adam. I think yeah, so. help these guys out. You know, we got <laughs> Tiger right here over my shoulder. You know, sign up for Tiger. Let's That's talk right. about Tiger more. Yeah, let's talk about Tiger more. Right. <laughs> I hope he's. Uh, I, I don't know where that stands. I'm looking forward to that uh, that that show they're doing oh, with yes. the simulators. Oh yeah, and they're going to be in on a real way? green with fans there, and they're going to be in a, they're going to chip and putt on a real green, but hit into a simulator. Uh, yeah. Tell me that's. Tell me that's. How's that show not going to be a hit? Yeah, I, I don't see any way how that's not going to be wildly entertaining and fun. And In fact, I, it's a simulator. Isn't he? He's, isn't he going to want to use the E nine for his T ball and then chip <laughs> with the R? Yeah, yeah. They're wrong? using they're using full swing, which is his um, his um, launch monitor that he works with. And yeah, we've been in talks with with these guys about you know his ball and everything. So yeah, I don't know. He's 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 a little finicky about changing golf balls. So um, do we yeah, know if he's ever hit an E nine? It would be fun to kind of slide an E nine in there off the tee and see if he could bust it a little further than his tour ball, and then his tour ball into the green. So we we might have to talk with him about that. We got our commercial shoot coming up in the next month or so, and we're going to see him and the team and kind of chat with them about next year. And um, pretty exciting about what possibly could be happening next year. Just want, you just got to get him to hit a couple, but don't give him, don't bring the pink ones. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think that could be we'll give him the breaker. yellow ones, the ones that go a little longer. If you have right. ones with stripes, maybe tiger stripes, but I just yeah, exactly. the white one. I think he's orange and a few brown stripes. That's right. Yeah. Well, the orange one is black and orange. So, okay. Had a couple you. stripes on there. <laughs> I know there's some. I know there's a surprise coming at the first of the year, but we're not with the ball. But we're not allowed to talk about that yet, so we won't yeah. go there. But it's top secret, and you will like it. Okay. Yeah, please um, let me hop back on with you guys in January, we'll, and we can kind we'll of discuss that. it around. Well, the we'll try show. to squeeze you in. A lot of people are trying to get on this show. Oh yeah, exactly. We're yeah. actually getting requests, so that's all right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank no, you so it's, much. It's, it's a Bridgestone E9 long drive golf ball designed by Bridgestone with actual world long drive competitors. Uh, and it's uh, you know, a bunch of smart guys with beards uh, help make it happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we rely on a lot of smarter guys to help us with this process. And we're fortunate to have a lot of good engineers here and a lot of people that, you know, depend on technology versus marketing. So, 
we're always looking to make a better golf ball. We're, we're excited about the long drive. Can't wait for the championship here in a few weeks. And again, thank, thank you guys for having me on to chat a little sure. bit about it and all things Bridgestone. And I look forward to hopefully one day being asked to come back on again. Well, well I really know. think your face with the beard, the drawing of your face <laughs> with the beard on a t-shirt would sell. That, that's a great beard. I've been telling them that for years, but somebody keeps telling me that I got a face for radio. So I don't know. Well, I'll just sell the shirts on the radio then. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Adam, yeah, thanks for being here. A, you have a face for YouTube at this point. How's that? <laughs> thanks, Adam. Yes. And Vanna, thanks for your help today. Uh, yes, you're welcome. Thanks, guys, so <laughs> much. It's very educational.